Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Texas, the show about some things Texas and some things not. Our seats were a little bit lower earlier, and I said that we were just seeing things from Abbott's perspective. And I couldn't stop laughing. It we were like, good... your, I could just barely see your eyes. My it nose was like, was at the table. I felt like I was on an episode of Rugrats. I felt like I was in a wheelchair. Um, <laughs> Without the added benefit yeah, of being able to get ex- places exactly, really quickly. Exactly. We've got a couple of things that we really want to cover in this episode. This is going to be a really fun episode, I think. I believe so. Before we get to that, we do have a couple of not sponsors. Who As give always. Us no money to do this podcast. Zero money. These ever. mics, this table, this mixer, they paid for none of it. They paid for with this all out of our pocket. All out of our pocket. But who is our first not sponsor, Seth? Our first not sponsor is companies that virtue signal on Pride Month. <laughs> Companies that virtue signal in Pride Month. What do you sell? Shoes doesn't matter. They're gay now. Virtue signaling in Pride Month. Are you just trying to sell more product to a specific group of people while excluding everybody else? Virtue signaling in Pride Month. How is it that all of these people who claim to be smart can't see that they didn't care about you for Until just 11 now. months out of the whole year? Virtue signaling during Pride Month. I love rainbow flags. I love them. Well, <laughs> dude, there's like 50 flags now. Oh, yeah, and it's it's great because it's like, it implies that they don't care the rest of the year. It, it, it explicitly implies that. Yeah, and, and it's like, it's for me, it's like, I, I, I guess I get it, but mostly it feels like, don't cancel us, hashtag Yeah, please, we're, we're safe now, right? And it's so <laughs> honestly lame. Like, it's a little lame. I mean, it falls, um, I'm not going to get metaphorical listen, with it. It's just... It, it is what it is. The funniest one is Vaseline. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the rainbow uh-huh. on, their, on their lid now. Uh-huh. That, I don't That's know if they meant that to hey be man, funny, but I but it's it was hilarious. Funny. But uh, there's like 20 flags now. I just I really like knowing that when I buy my prescription medication, mm-hmm. it supports gay people. Yeah, I I love know I love knowing when other I'm not even gonna say I when other people buy fake meat that's laced with chemicals and processed crap that's gonna make them feel horrible. They care about gay people for like 28 days out of the year too. Virtue signaling, signaling during, during Pride Month. Month. I, I I had a joke coming in. Okay. Because I was going to say Happy Bride Month to all the brides out there. Oh, yeah. I was going to play that's dumb. A good, that's like, a good I one. Thought, yeah. Like, to all the brides that I totally have weddings. I totally looked onto that, yeah. yeah. So, see, I was trying to pull, you know, nice, go that nice. way. Anyway, anyway, our other not sponsor for this episode our other of not sponsor, Texas is White Guys with Mullets. White, White Guys, guys with, with mullets. mullets. Are they selling ecstasy or are they, are they just doing their algebra homework? White, White Guys, guys with, with Mullets. White Guys with Mullets. Are you a hockey player? White, White Guys, guys with, with mullets. mullets. Are you in a band or are you homeless? White, White guys, guys with mullets. Did you use to roadie for Motley Crue? White, White guys, guys with, with mullets. mullets. Oh, so crop, ta- crop tops are back in style now too? 
white guys, guys with, with mullets. mullets. Have you seen the the white guy with a mullet and just the one earring? The one, the droopy, the droopy one, the chain the to the. Yeah. It's either the chain to the lightning bolts uh-huh. or the chain to, to the like a cross. cross. Yeah. yeah, exactly. White, white guys, guys with, with mullets. mullets. It looks better when you're ripped. It looks horrible when you're a smelly beta male. White guys with mullets. You're either a redneck or a 15 year old athlete. White guys with mullets. I, I've just seen them a lot, dude. Lately. They're they're everywhere. Right they're now. everywhere, and, and it's I'm equal parts happy that they're back. Oh, dude, yeah, bring it back. But whatever. I'm seeing so many of them now that I think right. I, I wish that more people went to my hair guy because I've asked my hair guy for some cuts and he just says like, no, no, you would look horrible. Yeah, why can't we have more like that? You know, just, hey man, I like a barber who uh, respects his craft enough to tell people no, I'm not. No, doing I'm that. not going to do that. That would look awful. White guys with mullets. All right, you want to hear about our small town of the week? You know I do. All right, this small town of the week is near and dear to my heart. It'll sound familiar to you. Lakey, Texas. Lakey, Texas. Lakey, Texas is a city in the county seat of Real County, Texas, United States. The population was 425 people at the 2010 census. The city is named for John H. Lakey who died in 1900, a pioneer from Tennessee. The Alto Frio Baptist encampment is located on the southeast side of the community. I think they put that on their Wikipedia page just Mm. to let people know, hey, by the way, BT-dubs, the Frio Baptist community is over here. But the camp we went to growing up is up the road from Lakey, Texas, near and dear to our hearts. Motorcyclists stop there quite frequently when they're hot on Highway 83. Yeah. If you're going to Garner It's kind of like State. your last stop. Yeah, it's like it's the one place with restaurants within yeah. about two mile, two hours of where you are. Yeah, like if you're a white guy who has a mullet, perhaps, <laughs> you need to go and to you get a hankering. <laughs> and it's great that it hits both. If you're a redneck white guy yeah. with a mullet, you can go to Friend's Grill and get a Tim Leach, exactly. which is a bed of fries with brisket and barbecue sauce and onions and cheese. And if you get it in the month of June, then you can support gay people while you do it. Then you can also support gay people while you do it. Or if you're a beta male with a mullet, you could go to Lakey, Texas and just hang out on the Frio and not shower go. for a week. It's got it's got everything. It's, all it's got all the mullets. It's all it's got every mullet you can possibly. Would you say want. it's like a rainbow of mullets? <laughs> Only for June. <laughs> Am I stuck on this too much? You're like I want to get into borderline. We didn't right, say we cool. were going to talk about it. I know, but we are. We have like three more episodes to do oh, with yeah. June though, because I'd love to die. And it's I've got a lot of stuff. I've deleted five tweets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I've tweeted something and then deleted it because as much as I want to be, I like can't be a true provocateur, right? Online, it just it, it hurts our feelings too much <laughs> when we hurt other feel- people. Yeah, like I don't want to actually feelings. harm people. I just want to be funny. Well, and I also want to make a point sometimes. Oh yeah, but you and know. it's it's a tough line to thread. And then know? I'm like, wait, I'm a white guy, not a white girl. Tough anyway, to thread. Um, another <laughs> so that, quick so that's thing. Our town. Yeah, yeah, that's our town. I did have a camper one time when hmm. I worked at that camp from Lakey. Yeah, and <laughs> he wanted to be he wanted to be called Buzzard Bait. Buzzard Bait. Buzzard Bait. Did you, was it? normal practice to give your campers nicknames no okay so this is like this, this he is like showed up self- and said hey my name's buzzard bait like he introduced Dude, himself you can't give yourself a nickname as well we called him buzzard bait. oh and one time i was on a day off from camp and i drove through lakey and buzzard bait was on the side of the highway barefoot mm-hmm. shooting buzzards with a bb gun Okay. Just trying to paint a picture of, yeah, yeah, like, of, of who this person he is. probably has a mullet now. Oh, fair. Oh, his little brother, Baby Bait, had a mullet, actually. Baby Bait. Yeah, we called him Baby Bait. He did not he like was, it. Oh, he, okay, we see, gave so, him that nickname. So that's a real nickname. That's a real nickname. I bet you anything that stuck. 
I hope it didn't because it actually upset him. Oh, man. But we were like, it's so easy. You know, we have Buzzer Did Bay. Did you have any nicknames growing up, man? Uh, Gunner Bear. Gunner Bear, yeah. Is, but that was like the that's family what everyone nickname, yeah. calls me. That's fair, yeah. yeah. Did you have a nickname? No, I never had a nickname. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't huge in Texas. Like, it, it was or where we were from because you got called your last name. True, yeah. That, Rogers. Like, yeah. Yeah. That, like, every teacher always called every me Rogers. Every teacher's every Rogers. Every coach called me Rogers. Yeah, yeah. And then our family calls me Gunner Bear. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my wife calls me kind of bear. I like it. <laughs> All right, you want to hear about an event in Texas history? What happened on Once Upon a Time in Texas history? This was actually pretty close to when this episode will air, but on June 12th, 1944, mm-hmm. Big Ben National Park was officially opened to the public. Ooh. It was originally the Texas Canyons State Park mm-hmm. as of 1933, and Texas was already developing facilities with the help of the Civilian Conservation Corps. Two years later, the federal government passed legislation to establish it as a national park, the one that we are able to go and enjoy today. So, yeah, that's when it became a national park. There you go. For clarity, anyone who doesn't understand how this works, it was already pretty before that. Right. Like it, it was already beautiful. It was already cool. Nothing and, nothing yeah. like really changed too much, but correct me if I'm wrong, there's a difference between a state park and a national park. There's some differences. It's really they're subtle, down, but they're they're subtle. It comes down to funding. Yeah. So like national because there's Big Bend State Park. Yes. Well, there's Big Bend Big Bend Ranch State Park. Yes. Big Bend National Park. All the funding for national park comes from the federal government. Mm-hmm. All of the funding for a state park comes from state government. Yeah. And within that, you have like different conservation groups, different efforts, different resources. Yada yada yada. The state park is actually pretty interesting because there's spots where you could be in Mexico and not know it. Yes. So it's actually a pretty dude. It happens. <laughs> it, I like, when I when I went down uh, yeah. not too long ago, I, I purposely took a trail that took me that direction. Yeah. Do you, do you know if you crossed? I have no or... idea. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I just did the trail. I'm just glad he made it back. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Just anyone listening that thought, wait, so what they have to take down? No, like national parks. They just changed the name. They changed the name. The they yeah. like plop that there. Yeah. Just in case you wanted to get that. Yeah. In, in case people are confused, it was not lifted up and moved. Yeah. Or yeah, it wasn't built. Right. It was just there. There already. And we named it. Yes. Yeah. That's it. That's that. Those are the things. <laughs> Who well, if you're ever if you're ever down in a uh, Big Ben, just uh, have some fun, take some pictures. Mm-hmm. Fort Davis Mountains are great Fort to State, check Fort out. Fort Davis Mountains. Go uh, to the observatory. Go to Study Butte. Go to the French Grocer, up in Marathon. Go to the east side of the park if you have the time. Um, East side is beautiful. It's where you get a good Much less traveled. Like a lot less traveled. So you're going to have less access to like help if you get lost. But go to the east side. A lot prettier. Have a lot of fun. I love it, man. Yeah. Who's who's our badass? So our Texas badass is probably most famous because of uh, getting Matthew McConaughey his Oscar. Okay. He is an interesting foray into what we will be talking about a lot during June and yeah. coming episodes. Mm-hmm. Ronald Dixon Woodruff, born February third, nineteen fifty. He died in uh, September twelfth, nineteen ninety-two. Okay. He was the subject of Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, Ronald Dickerson. So after contracting HIV, he created a group called the AIDS Buyers Club Mm -hmm. that was able to go across the border and get medication that he was using that the FDA had ruled was unsafe Mm -hmm. to help him, uh, you know, survive. Yeah. And look, 
he was probably not the best guy <laughs> for much of his learned, young life. Not a lot of people from history were <laughs> the best person. The best person. But he was very influential. Yeah. And the work he did made way for the work that would be done later. Yeah. Insofar as making AIDS medications more available, mm-hmm. more legal, and more yeah. studied. So he was born in Dallas, Texas on February 3rd in 1950. He had two different marriages. He has a daughter. Um, and as you know, his life kind of became centered around the AIDS. Yeah. Epidemic. Epidemic. Being somebody uh, who, well, he was, he was a leader in the community. He was a leader in the community, but at first, you know, he became a part of a community mm-hmm. that was stigmatized and right. that he didn't want to be a part of. That he didn't want to be a part of. So that's, that's an interesting thing. Uh, one reporter writes that Woodruff took guns to his doctor's office, prompting Dr. Stephen Pounders to fire him as a patient. Woodruff would later send the doctor roses and the doctor would take him back. <laughs> he was also said to have lost all of his friends after they found out he was, he was HIV positive. back then they thought that meant, they it, thought only. It was very much a stigmatized disease. They were like, yeah. if if you touch me and you have AIDS, I will have AIDS. Yeah. Well, wasn't it also around like, if you have AIDS, then, you are gay. Exactly. Like, and again, this is, you know, 1960s, mm-hmm. 1980s. It's still not very okay. It's not yeah. kosher to be gay in yeah. Texas yeah. at that time. It's still not okay. We need a whole month. To <laughs> we gotta have people. a whole month. Yeah. Uh, so he lost all his friends, right? Um, and the movie depicts him as having homophobic views, uh, based on interviews he had with Craig Borton, who would go on to write the screenplay. Mm-hmm. Friends later would say that he never seemed to have any problem with yeah. the gay community, mm-hmm. and they would even go go so far as to say he might have been bisexual. Okay. Which could be part of how he contracted the disease in the first yeah, place. for sure. Um, so does that, like, do you think the movie is accurate then, or is it just a better story? Like if- a lot of things Matthew McConaughey gets involved in, I think <laughs> it is, I think it is honest. I don't know if it's true. I, we need to do a whole episode on that, that right there. Right we'll there. Pinmark that. <laughs> we'll we'll um, that. What's the minute on that, intern? 13 minutes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank God you can see the screen. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so after suffering from side effects from the medications they were giving him, he would look for other drugs that he could use to prolong his life because AIDS at the time was a death sentence. Mm -hmm. If you got it, you knew that within months or, you know, a year max, you You would get sick and you would die because of how the disease works. So he essentially establishes what he called the Dallas Buyers Club to distribute these drugs to people in the community mm-hmm. suffering from the disease so they could prolong their yeah. lives. And for that reason, I would consider him a Texas badass because of the work he did to help mm-hmm. people in his community despite what the government said was right yeah. or okay at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. At great personal risk to himself and other mm-hmm. people. So, again, maybe he didn't start off as the best person. We don't know what his could views not were. Could ended as the best person. Maybe not. All around, but... But he paved the way for important research, yeah. and he helped his community. So, and Ron hey, Woodruff... Ma- we salute, we you. salute you. Magic Johnson wouldn't own the Dodgers or right? the Lakers without this guy. <laughs> I mean, come on. And it, it's I think it's a good first step into you know Pride Month, uh, celebrating people for who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like that nice little intro into, all right, here's somebody who wasn't from the community had a rude awakening into mm-hmm. what, you know, what was the suffering of people actually community. was re- yeah, rejected by his tribe mm-hmm. and accepted by another one. Yeah. Which I think is a very interesting story. I, so, I yeah. definitely do. There That's you go. Aw. Yeah. Yay. How about uh, uh how about we do a quick mid read? Mid read? How oh, about we do a mid read for, for, uh, for somebody who is well intentioned and uh has posterity. Has has some good old posterity. 
Good Posterity, folks. Good Posterity they is are, a legitimate sponsor. They are amazing. And they're great dudes. They are helping us a lot here at the Texas Pod. And as we've said a couple episodes ago, you know, with all the buzz around what we're doing, around Web3, around the crypto space, especially in a city like Austin that is very alive and has a lot of buzz around business building right. and innovation, with all of that, we were intro to the Good Posterity team, and they've put together a DAO or DAO all around pickleball. I mean, what's more awesome than that? Right? It's like Web3 for you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that meant to be I don't know, I don't, yeah. really good. Um, and for those that don't know, a DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization. It's basically a community facilitated online where in this case, owning an NFT gives you membership into a community and voting rights on the decision that the community makes. It's like having a triple A card. Yeah, except for pickleball. Pickleball. It's a triple pickle. It's a triple pickle. Tri- tri- triple pickle tri- card. Triple pickle card. Trip card. On a secret date in the near future, the team at Pickle Dow is dropping 737 unique chill pickles that gives members part ownership in a major league pickleball team, unlimited access to the social club they're building here in Austin, and exclusive access to eco-conscious apparel. The mm-hmm. gunner hat will be a part of that. More to come on that later. Really stoked about the We've also hat. seen the hats. They're just good hats. They're really good hats. We, uh, we've we seen them. We've seen them tested through extreme running conditions, lifting. Extreme heat. Extreme heat, playing extreme pickleball. cold even. Yeah, I put mine in the freezer. I've seen no sweat stains. Right. And like. It's actually t- kind of amazing. And let me tell you, my other hats smell horrible. And so. they look like you put them through a dishwasher filled with salt water. Uh, it's my head, basically. It's called <laughs> it's called Gunner's Head. And all, all of which to say, good posterity's hat does not exhibit any of those negative tendencies. I haven't smelled it. Yeah. I haven't seen the salt stains linger at all. It's been a great experience. So you know that we're all about supporting Texas businesses and the guys over at Pickle Dow slash Good Posterity are building the next era of online communities, apparel, and social sporting clubs for good-natured athletes like ourselves here at Texas-ish. So the online store is not up yet, but here's what you can do. After listening to this, go engage with Pickle Dow on Twitter at ChillPickleDow or on their site, PickleDow.io. Sign up for the whitelist to be the first in the know when those 737 unique chill pickles come out. Racist. Get access to... That's what it says. Because it's a whitelist. It's a white... I, I know. <laughs> Look, I'm, come on. <laughs> they wrote it. I know. I'm going to throw them under the throw bus. Throw them under the bus. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't... I'm just you know, selling out. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you'll get also get early access to a pickled out t-shirt. So there go check go. that out. Go follow them on Twitter. If you haven't played pickleball before and the good posterity go guys play. are just, they're great guys. Really, really more than dudes. anything else. Yes. We wouldn't work with people who we don't believe in. Exactly. We wouldn't enter into a space that we don't really understand. Wouldn't even have coffee with them if we didn't like them on some level. And we really like them and we believe what they're doing. Speaking of guys that like each other. Speaking of guys that like each other. Top Gun Maverick. Dude. So can we just can we just take a second to appreciate the magnificence that was Top Gun I mean, Maverick? It, like I've only had to wait ten years to see this. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine how just satisfied people who have waited since the eighties to see this movie. Oh yeah, it was so M- good. Mom has been blowing up my phone for the last <laughs> year. About like, Top Gun. Oh my gosh, Top Gun. She's Top just Gun, been Top she's been Gun. excited for a year. Yeah, like just every. Every moment, it started a little slow. I will say, like it started so a little. It starts slow. with like a full callback yeah. to the original. Yeah, well, I think that and was then, literally the original yeah. opening credit. Well, and then they had to 
set up the reason that yeah. that we even have this movie. Which, admittedly, like I'll give it to you, it was slightly. I, I had a moment in the first twenty minutes where I thought, yeah. "Oh no!" See, I, and then right after that, I'm on a ride that I don't want to get off. It was. I gotta so say, good. man, I I've heard that from some people, mm-hmm. and I it's not that I disagree. I just enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed. For, I, I, I I get what you enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the callback to the first one. I enjoyed yeah. meeting you know Tom Cruise where he is now. Yeah, a uh, Maverick is. You know, when we meet him, he hasn't really changed yeah. since we last met him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still causing trouble. Yeah, that, he's just that still, moment of like, a yeah. little, a little more. more. And yeah, his, yeah. his uh, operations guy's mm-hmm. like, oh no. He's just like, I told him. I, I can't <laughs> believe it. I know exactly I know how exactly this is. exactly what's ends. happening. And I got to say, and this is kind of the first part where they throw the humor in mm-hmm. when after after the crash, yeah. when he's when he goes in <laughs> to the diner and, he and like he's like, where am I? And the little kid's like, us <laughs> just and you know it's coming and then, like, yeah you know it's coming it's, it's just so like good. every beat of the movie was so well thought out yep every character was fully fleshed and served a purpose yep all the relationships had some type of some arc. type of arc the 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 sex scene was tasteful it was tasteful but enough of like a tongue-in-cheek nod to how no. weird the first how one was we, like so weird the first one was yeah. which was that like all the dude nods, it's one of the weirdest sex okay they did so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here's like some trivia facts, right? Yeah. The reason the sex scene in the original Top Gun is so weird, yeah, is because they had Tom to... Cruise is gay. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. <laughs> well, you notice it was blue. Uh, so yeah. one of the reasons it's so weird is because they filmed it like six months apart. They had to do reshoots, and the the his his co star had cut her hair. And died oh. it, and they couldn't because of the like the short amount of time they had. They couldn't do anything about it. Okay, so they just changed the lighting, and like made her do weird things yeah. so that you can't so that really you can't really, t- see, you can't really see your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so it's weird. it's so weird, right? Oh my gosh! And they and they left it in. <laughs> That's the be- well, that like the That's original the Top part, Gun right? is like the just pin them out like Dude, late the epitome 80s, nineties movie, loud music. Fast jets, no real storyline, but half like, naked dudes playing volleyball. But they're not. But they're not like. But they're not into each other. But, but are they? But they can uh, ride each other's tails be. anytime. I'm just saying, there's a reason that they released Top Gun in June and not July. That's all I, I'm saying. I'm just gonna throw. It, just gonna throw you. it out there. I was thinking about this morning. Like, yeah. Wait a second. They could have released this at any. Oh, point. Oh, at any point. And they thought Memorial Day weekend will get that box office. Oh yeah. But then every day in June, oh, we yeah. will sell out. We're just going to remind everybody. Every theater in Austin, mm-hmm. L.A., New York, Portland, like yeah, wherever, just where they are, we will sell out. And man, overall, great, again, like, great dude, business move. Great business move. Great movie. I. Don't want to give it like a star rating. This is kind of how I'm going to rate movies from now on. Okay. Am I going to go see it again? In theaters tomorrow, yes. The answer is yes. Yes, one hundred times yes. Yeah. Oh, like I, I want to see it again. I want to, I want yeah. to just not even to catch. You know how sometimes you watch a movie twice and you want to catch more stuff. I just want to. I just want to experience. I just want to experience everything again, dude. To be honest, I don't know that I could tell you every single plot point. I don't care. I just want to feel. I just want to so, feel that way. It's so nice to watch a movie and just enjoy. And feel it. something. Everyone can enjoy it. It was great. It I ends did. on a high note. Ends on a great high note. Dude. The moments where it could have been too cheesy, sure. it's like they knew they, they knew. were about to be too cheesy, so they you know Pull it back. pulled it back a little or bit. Or do some humor. Miles Teller, excellent job. Excellent. Excellent job. They let him play piano for a little bit, that which is so fun. So f- and that was actually him playing. Yeah. Love the dude. Glenn Powell, our fellow Texan. Dude. 
I'm he's trying got not that to charismatic let, cocky thing. I'm trying not to let my jealousy get in the way because yeah. he did do a good job. Yeah, absolutely. But he like, can I just vent for a second? Yeah, vent for a second. If I knew 10 years ago that all I have to do to be an actor is be charismatic and smile some, I would have been an actor. It's not too late. Like, it's probably too late. It's not me. too late. Because I watched Glenn Powell do it. And I'm like, wait, I, I can do like, that. I'm a seven with a decent smile. Is this yeah. what this is? Yeah. Send me an audition. Yeah, the answer is yes. Send me an audition. I will. So that I can. I 100% I just want to see. I'll, I, get, I'll get you an agent I, in three days. I watch him and I just think, well, if that's all it is. Yeah. But he's also a cool guy. He's also a cool guy. I, I and do, a Texan. And maybe, 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 you know, maybe he'll come on his own. Maybe he'll come on the podcast. We'll talk, people, talk about you know? Top Gun. Yeah. I mean, everything hey, I man. just said, he might not come on yeah, the podcast. Know, but right. sorry about I'm I'm pointing at me. I'm Listen, the problem. I love Glenn Powell. Uh, uh, he's great. I think he's hilarious. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. See, every time I love you say I from, love Glenn Powell, I yeah, hear I you love just Gunner hear, so much. <laughs> and I do. I love Gunner so much because you know we're the same guy. You guys are very similar in your in your charisma. I'm aware. So I I That's understand why, the jealousy. You know, like it's like oh I Glenn Powell is one of those guys I would play golf for. You know what I mean? <laughs> like golf for. Yeah, like I would go play golf to hang out with him. I I, I would not. That. I would yeah. not do that with many people. True. Yeah. If he said if the only way we can hang out with him if he said let's go yeah. play golf or like let's go watch golf. Sure. Let's go. I'd Let's put do up it. With it, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. The P. The other, the other piece for those of you that have seen it, I yeah. thought we were gonna get like a funny moment with Bob. I did too. Because that we character about, is set up he's like set up so perfectly. He's either just you know tongue in, uh, right? What, who was his Phoenix. pilot? Phoenix. Yeah. At some point, I, I, I really think that there is a storyline they left on the cutting room <laughs> that floor it's somewhere in there because they didn't need it. It's not like it's you not don't necessary, need it for the movie. But you expect it, but it it would have made it for me like yeah, that little like just, that, if just you, that little. You wouldn't even have to lock it in, but just that little romance would have been really nice. The romance, or like he takes his shirt off and he's the most ripped one. Sure. Out of everybody. Can we get a locker room scene where he yeah. drops his pants and everybody's and like, whoa. Just like, whoa. Like, you hear what? The, like that. Exactly. Vibration. Uh, um, or even just. Bob needed a thing. He and needed he never, a thing. He never got he a never thing. He never got the thing. And maybe so, there is no thing. Maybe there's no but thing. I think he's supposed to have a thing. Yeah, I do too. And then lastly, do, do they know what they're doing at this point with Iceman and Maverick as far as like. Because the whole joke now is, you know. Subversively, Top Gun is about homosexuality. Subversively, yeah. And they're all gay. Right. Which I'm sure is just a joke, but you go back and watch the original and it's like, well... Well, hey, man, there, there's absolutely an avenue to talk about repressed feelings and what we... We've talked about we it as before. Men, yeah, yeah. You know, you either go to prison and let it out or you become <laughs> a pilot. Exactly. One of the two. You have no other options. You no, know, peas are involved. Um, I do. Before we go into that, I did want to ask, because I... I teared up whenever mm-hmm. uh, he walked in and Val Kilmer was sitting at the computer yeah. typing. I I didn't tear up necessarily, yeah. but I did like come to earth a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, because like that was they they went ahead and used the actual yeah his cancer, actual yeah like what and they used wow. it so effectively. Well, and I've, and I've just, read I've read that um, Jerry Bruckheimer didn't want to do that storyline. Like he didn't want. Yeah, Ice he didn't Man. want him to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and, he didn't want Val in the movie. No, I don't think facetiously. I just no. Think I just he think he was wanna, like, "You are sick. You're and dying." I don't, yeah, and I'm sure he didn't want to waste tape. Yeah, so to well, use tape on that story. I would line. have to see why, but I, I bet he mostly was like, "I don't want to inconvenience you while you're trying to like like learn live. how to talk again." Yeah, yeah. 
Tom was the one that was like, I will he not has, make yeah. the final straw was I will not make a new Top Gun unless Val Kilmer is in the movie and gets paid. Oh yeah, as the co-star. As the co-star. Because if you yeah. in the opening uh-huh. credits, it's, it's Tom Val, Cruise, it's Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer, not Tom Cruise, Miles. Oh Tom. yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, and I I just wonder if anybody else in Hollywood has that power. You notice Tom Cruise in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a shot of him sitting in a theater looking like Tignataro. And <laughs> I wish more people knew who Tignataro was. I know. I'm oh, so I'm gonna funny. do a whole thing about it. Yeah. Uh he's sitting there looking like Tig and he is like, Listen, we waited mm-hmm. to release this movie yeah. for you so that you could experience it the way it was filmed to be experienced. And we've heard about his, you know, uh, you know, his thing on set where mm-hmm. he's yelling at people for not wearing their masks. Was that on Top Guns? No, that was that was a Mission Impossible, Impossible set. set. Uh the point is, I don't know of any other actor who has the clout mm-hmm. to do those types of things. Because yeah. it, it very much seems like it was his call. Yeah. Well, it was his movie. He might be the best example of a leader in an industry as much as we hate on him. <laughs> well, he's it's not that we even hate on him. We just... Well, he's like, fun to make fun of. Really he's fun to make fun of. It was kind of fun when he was doing the mechanic thing uh-huh. in the beginning. Because, you know, his face his hasn't face. really aged. No, he hadn't changed a lot. In a way, he looks younger in the face. In some ways, yeah. But he reaches up to, like, do something on uh-huh. an airplane, and his saggy 60-year-old skin... You're starting like, to see the skin on his body, yeah. Like, well, because oh. you can, like, nip-tuck a little on the yeah, face, really small but stuff. You can't hide, can't really, you can't hide the leather and on he's the in, I mean, he's in great shape for a 60-year-old. Well, okay, you know... He's 60. No offense to our father. To, no, of course not. Can you imagine, Dad... One in a sex scene, but two like Thanks running. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Our dad is extremely active. He rides horses in ways that yes. they are maybe not even meant to be ridden. In some ways. Uh, it's a very physical thing. I cannot imagine the man running. I even jogging like and Tom Cruise still has that robot run yeah like he still runs. He's like, still like sprinting. So it is impressive yeah. the things that he's able to do yeah. for sure. He, he's a good example of a leader. I'll give you that. Yeah, I, man. I think one of the reasons he's been able to stay a good leader is he's not a politician. Sure. Um, he doesn't get political. He doesn't. I mean, I don't think Scientology lets you. <laughs> I don't think Scientology lets you do much of anything. And I think that maybe that's. But it, at this point, there there's a question to be explored. Is he bigger than Scientology? Is he going to be the one to like <laughs> bust it open and break people out? Maybe. Is that his actual life's mission? But is then, his, see, that's is his real scared. life's mission to go in and blow it up from the inside? No, because I think they've given him way too way much. Way too much. And I'm sh- I'm sorry, but the way the organization is run from yeah. what I've read about it, what they've done to people who left, right. they Killed have him. dirt on everybody. On everybody. Which, to me, here's why I'm skeptical, skeptical about Tom Cruise. Yeah. How can you be so high up in this organization and still be there? Like, Sure reasonably have no reason to be part of it what do they have on you like right well I, somebody somebody framed it like this once and i thought it was a decent framing mm-hmm. imagine if you had effectively an army of essentially servants for everything and then imagine having to give it up so his life right now is exactly what he wants. And it, at any point during the day, he has whatever he needs delivered to he's him. He's like in, Th- in Tropic Thunder when he's like, Diet yeah. Coke! Exactly. I, I yelled up. Yeah. So that, wasn't in the it, that, was, that was a good yeah, yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then They'll spike it, Coke. but like, yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> Sorry there. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> 
but yeah, I I don't know. I'm just I'm in awe of the movie more than so anything good. else. So it highlights good. all the best things about friendship, about leadership, repressed about taking responsibility, homosexual feelings, res- repressed homosexual feelings, flying planes. So there's this thing um, about fighter pilots specifically, and really? it's not that they're gay; it's that they're swingers. Okay, because uh, it's. It's a rumor I heard. I don't know how okay. how accurate it could or couldn't be. I've heard yeah. it from a couple people in armed forces. Mm-hmm. But the rumor is that fighter pilots are almost all swingers because uh, they have a very high likelihood of dying. One of the Fair. highest in the profession. So it's just that like... So they want to know that if uh, they die, their wives will be taken care of. Wow. Wives slash partners. So, yeah. Wow. There you go. Day. But uh, you know, yeah. back really quick. So, like the text messages between Iceman yeah. and Ma- Dude, you and I are so close. We're so close. I do not. Text We're too you that close. Way. Maybe I do not text you that way. That's true. Yeah, I barely text my wife that way. Like so, like, <laughs> honey, I want to talk about work. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> like, so, are they doing that on purpose at this point? To like, be to be honest, I I think there's a slight nod to it, okay. but I also think that you specifically are hung up on it for whatever reason. I'm not hung up. I'm just like it was pretty blatant in the movie. Just from- I don't know. I I only I only really clocked it as something blatant when you pointed it out because it's blatant. Well, because when I first was watching Seth, it, I'm I was right. like, it's a nod for sure, but, but I don't, but like, I, it doesn't seem. Yes, it's a nod, but it. So the question is, is it a nod or is it a blatant, like. Like, oh, we've heard the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Here's your joke. That's what I'm hung up on. Yeah. Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. Well, I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> anyway, guns. Other guns. Right. Other guns um, to talk about. Uh, Tulsa. Brr. Interesting. Happened. It happened. Not good. We've been talking about this for a while now. Yeah. And it is something that um, I actually do think that we are going to be spending quite some time mm-hmm. exploring as yeah. an issue. Uh, because it's been one, it's been something that the, you guys as listeners, thank you for expressing your views and your yeah. opinions. Even sharing some um, pretty creative Sharing some creative things. Like, uh, yeah. Not doing, like no judgment. All solutions that were proposed were very interesting, and they mm-hmm. were unique, and they were as long as you don't thoughts. as long as you don't propose one door for a school, <laughs> then I'm gonna accept whatever your like idea whatever is. like if that's the floor as yeah. far as okay here's the starting point yeah it's only up from here it's only up from that so idea. yeah it you yeah. suggest I mean some of these suggestions are great some of them are extremely well thought out and very much in line of okay. Here's like Canada. Here's what they do, mm-hmm. and how can we implement some of that to make our our gun safety more prevalent? Yeah, and make ownership of a gun mm-hmm. more of a responsibility. Well, more of a burden, and make right? it yeah, and make it harder for things like this to happen. Yeah, uh, you know, people don't want to talk about reducing magazine capacity as much, mm-hmm. but we had a really great um, listener write in yeah. like, hey, if you only have five rounds, there's a limited amount that you can do, and you mm-hmm. only have so many pockets. Yeah, and I thought that was a great point. Yeah. No, I agree with that, and yeah, just little teaser. We're we are gonna hunker down a little bit, mm-hmm. and we probably will not spend as much time on the podcast itself. Yeah, but creating content around exploring this issue, exploring the issue in Texas. We're not gonna bother really with national because 
This isn't national-ish. This isn't national-ish. This, this is, is Texas-ish, you know. Go and as we the... said on Uvalde, we think we have the ability as Texans to be leaders on how we can change this and maintain our grit, our integrity, our free spirit. Or we can be leaders on how not to do it right. and vandalize our integrity, our grit, our mm-hmm. reputation. We're at a crossing point and we want to do what we can to talk to the right people, yeah. go to the right places in Texas and really explore. And shine a light on what we can do. Yeah, exactly. I I saw Peppy, your friend Peppy, mm-hmm. who we've interviewed. Uh, he posted. Go listen to Farmer Peppy's Dude, go listen episode. to Farmer Peppy's episode. Just, it's easily one of my favorites. I think favorites. we said five words. Maybe. You Maybe. just kind of wind him up and yeah. let him go. But I saw him, uh, he seeds yeah. local seeds mm-hmm. in various places. And I was like, you know what? It's that easy. Just yeah. do the things that you think will make the world mm-hmm. better. And do the things that you're passionate about. Do the things you're passionate about. So With this a little is, bit of research. Yeah. So this is something that we are passionate mm-hmm. about and that we will continue to explore in hopefully health, healthy ways that bring ideas to you and let you know how you can be the change you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and probably the last bit we'll do on Uvalde specifically. Yeah. Do you do you have any leftover? We're a week removed. Mm-hmm. Do you have any like leftover thoughts or ideas or any more information that's come out that has either enhanced your original thinking or has changed your mind? Like what's come out about that tragedy that has like yeah. shaped your stance at this point? With Uvalde specifically, it is very tough because it's like you and I discussed Mm -hmm. a little bit before this. We, I don't think, will ever know the full unbiased true story. We'll never know exactly what happened based on various conflicting reports from law enforcement agencies, Mm -hmm. based on the fact that Uvalde PD is no longer cooperating with the feds. Which says a lot. Which says a lot. And we've also heard varying, uh, we've seen varying points of view from support Uvalde PD to fire Uvalde PD. Yeah, it's, it's, it's either it really is like on, on both sides of that mm-hmm. issue. Um, I still, and based on things I've heard uh, from the only news sources that I can really trust that seem more objective than others, it, it seems as though the people who were on scene first were scared. Mm-hmm. And instead of, operating as though it was an active shooter situation. They were operating as though it was a hostage yeah, situation. To protect themselves. To protect themselves is what it seems to be. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into actions they took against parents. I don't want to go into the things they, you know, getting their own kids out. Like, I don't want to go deep into that. Mm-hmm. I just think that we had a situation where the people who signed up to protect us and lay their lives down for us were scared to do so. Yeah, when it's like we've point, you and I talked about it, they don't take an oath no, to lay their life down for us. It's not actually something that they are legally obligated to do. Which, maybe that's a good thing maybe. ultimately, but does that maybe also lead to situations like this? It, it made me really angry and very sad um, when I heard two things. One was one of the officers kept saying it was a split-second decision. And the thing is... You stood, y'all were there for over an hour. There was time to change the decision. Whether you started at one place and could have ended up somewhere else, it wasn't a split second anything. Mm-hmm. You you took a lot of time. Yeah. So that made me really mad. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, because I didn't I I didn't hear this first, or I didn't read it, or maybe I did, and it just you know kind of got washed out. 
is the little girl who covered herself in her friend's blood to survive. Mm -hmm. And that made me so incredibly sad Mm -hmm. for so many reasons. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Uvalde is still heavy in my heart. And I honestly think it is one that always will be. And it's all up to how we decide to use that heaviness. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll share this at least. I I run Murph every, you know, every Memorial Day Mm -hmm. like a lot of us do. Yeah. Um, Shout out Lieutenant Michael Murphy. Shout out Lieutenant Michael Murphy. Google the name. If you posted about doing Murph and you don't know who that is, go F yourself. Yeah. Go educate yourself. Well, go F yourself and right. then and educate then yourself. Once you extract Sorry, you, my purist is the cucumber, it just, then you it can. It drives me off the wall when people are like, I did a Murph in this time. It's like, yeah. do you know who Mike Murphy was and do you know what he did? Such a purist. I'm ju- Such like, a purist. He took, an oath, he took an oath to protect other people and guess yeah. what he did? I know. Died doing it. Yeah. Which hopefully I didn't dishonor his memory by what I did. Um, <laughs> okay. I, you know, the, the Murph is one mile run, mm-hmm. 100 push up, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, mile run okay. with 20 pounds on your back. Yeah. So I did 21 pounds on my back, mm-hmm. 2.1 mile run, 210 push-pull squat, 2.1 mile run. That's how I did it because nice. 21 people died in Uvalde. And uh, as, I, as I posted and I, st- I stand by this and I just want it said in something that will last – you can fill your backpack with all the thoughts and prayers in the world mm-hmm. and it won't make a difference. Nope. It'll make you feel good. That's why we add weight. Yeah. Because some things should be heavy mm-hmm. and we should carry it and we should carry it. So oh. that's yeah. where I am on Uvalde and that's probably the last thing I'll say on the podcast about it. Yeah. That's we, we talked about it before. Mm-hmm. We're Moving forward, the action we're taking is we're not going to talk about you all the yeah. retrospectively. We're going to talk about gun control, in regulation, Texas. ownership in Texas proactively. Exactly. So get ready. So get ready for that. We're going to be way out of our depth. Oh, yeah. Um, and then uh, speaking of depth. Speaking of depth. Our boy won. Dude. Yes. You will remember the day that you almost caught Captain yeah, almost Jack, Jack Eyeliner. <laughs> I can just imagine. I wish he would have run out of the courthouse in the Johnny just Depp run. Johnny Depp run. <laughs> like, he wasn't just even that. there, right? Like, uh, no, he, I don't think so. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, you watched it live. I just yeah. do the recaps because I, yeah. I, I can't. I just can't. You can't do it I live. just can't do it I was watching it yeah. live, man. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, that forced sad face on Amber Heard's face. Oh, gosh. Face. Well, the real sad face when she realized that she lost and it's all her fault. Well, like, just the it's so painful because the judge is reading every count, every count. that Heard brought against him and then the jury's decision. You uh-huh. know, was this was this a crime? Yes. <laughs> Did you do something wrong? Yes. yes. Did you lie? Like yeah. everything. Yeah, every was, single yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Did yes. you perjure yourself? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have ma- malicious intent? Yes. yes. <laughs> so it was. Uh, um, man, it was it's fun funny because that was like the most entertaining thing happening for the whole month. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad it's over. Like, oh, I was yeah. getting the fatigue of like. Oh, dude. Well, Obi Wan Kenobi's out now. Like, we, we got Top out. Gun. I'm going to be watching that. Like, other things. We're going to definitely. There's a march somewhere happening. Pi- so, Pirates like, of the Caribbean 12 is probably in it's probably production <laughs> as of. They today. just greenlit the they production. They just greenlit it. Dude, I feel like Disney owes Johnny some money. They probably do. <laughs> like, I bet like, all truly. of Disney just had to go like, oh. Well, and Warner Brothers. Oh, 
because he got fired off of Fantastic Beasts. Yep. Yeah, they owe him. They owe him some a money. Lot of money. Which he'll make it back. And they owe me my childhood. Oh. Ouch. Right. Do you think this is a landmark decision, or do you think this is still an outlier? I think within the courts itself, yeah. it is not a landmark decision. Mm-hmm. I think this is justice being served. Okay. So I think it's a landmark decision societally Yeah. because it shows that, one, the Me Too movement was a positive thing. Two, and I, I don't want to phrase this incorrectly, but, you know, F it, I probably will. You actually can't believe all women. Well, you can't believe you all can't, people. Exactly. So the the believe all women thing, while important, was misguided, yeah. right? Because it it at its core meant you ignored due process. Yeah. So I think societally, this is marking a shift back toward due process. Yeah. So the era of getting canceled on social media, the era of you know letting people burn on the flames of of the altar because. Mm-hmm. They said something wrong. Yeah, uh, or I think because one person says they said exactly. It's giving uh, us perspective of like, hey, people do lie. Yeah, I think I think if nothing else, this is a societal shift back toward hearing all perspectives mm-hmm. and waiting until we have a close something closer to the truth. Yeah, some yeah. some sort of proof that you know it. Innocent until proven guilty. Exactly, like, a shift back toward that, uh, and a and a more accepting society of yeah. well let's hear everything yeah let's yeah. let's get both sides here right let's get all sides let's get all sides let's see, and let's see proof let's see proof let's like get all the, sides if the person being accused comes and has no proof that they're innocent mm-hmm. I... so so glass half full like version is yeah. this is a landmark thing for society because yeah. it means that we're willing to wait wait until the proof has been shown yeah i i hesitate burn to share the this witch, burn her. <laughs> Burn the heretic. Burn the heretic. Um, <laughs> I hesitate to share this. No, please. It's, it's an observation I made. I was watching it live mm-hmm. with a room of sure not males. Sure. I'm so scared to share this, but it's just an observation. It's an observation. This is observation only. Like, Would it help if you framed it like I was doing this so you can put it on me? Yeah. You yeah. were in a, I room was in a room with only women. Only women. The majority of which, and I support this, are you know right. fe- female first progress. Yeah, f- feminism, right? Right. Like w- women. I was in a room with women that I support watching the trial, and they were like giddy at this woman mm-hmm. being proven wrong. Yeah. And I just had a moment of like, wait, wait, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second, hold on. Hold on, because uh, like, because two years ago, because like, because like, th- this was all about this wouldn't even all together. But this wouldn't even be happening. I I just had a moment of like, this is kind of funny it, to watch. Honestly, man, it's very funny. You had a moment. I had a where, moment where I was like, man, this is hilarious this because is, two years ago you were like, Johnny Depp, he's the worst. He's all a men suck. All men are we're terrible. All together, we stand together. It's like, dude, the moment one of you is on the right. stake, you're joining the like let's the burn them there is there is a situational irony there that i think right like am i just i think we're honest something? that's not i think that's not unique to my situation where <laughs> i where situation. i was watching yeah where i was definitely the one experiencing that uh i think i think a lot of people had that moment yeah in various ways yeah and I'm I'm sure that if you pointed it out, they'd be like, "Oh yeah." No, they'd probably yell at me. Well, they would yell they at would you. They would yell at you. Yeah, exactly. They would they'd yell, yell at me. You. 
uh, as they should. I'm I am worth yelling at. Oh yeah, I I yeah, am, yeah. If I was in that situation, I would also. I did the right thing. I held my tongue. You held my tongue. And and then talked about it on my podcast. Yes. <laughs> Parker, any thoughts? In fairness, it's at the end, and I don't know how many people get this far. 96%. Any thoughts? Do they really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I think it's one of those things where you had to kind of go one way and uh, like be like believe everybody to get that like exposure of mm-hmm. like this is a bigger thing than people realize in order to then I you kept saying go back but I think it's one of those things where you're kind of exaggerating it so then you can like figure out what's true what's not mm-hmm. in yeah. order to get the exposure to figure out what is true you just had to go big yeah, yeah if that true. makes sense makes it doesn't make sense, sense. Settled thing like sunlight is the best medicine, so you just have to shine a light on everything. Everything, exactly. Yeah. And then pick the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, yeah, and then pick the weeds. Yeah. There you go. Good. That was good. Hey. I like that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Hey. You get a bonus. Anyway, we'll buy your lunch. Today. I will. I will. We will pay you ten percent more than we're paying you. Perfect. Nice. Which <laughs> is ten percent more than we're paid. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so. Uh, uh. Yeah. 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 I, so the other day, uh, we were, we were running, uh-huh. um, you know, me and you, uh, are part of this, this track pack track pack. Yeah. Which no one showed up for yesterday. Nobody showed up for except me uh, and you. Yeah. And, and we experienced the benefit of, you know, when you, when you work out, you get better. You do get better when you work out and to work out, you do have to show up, show up. Um, that is an important piece of it. Anyway, anyway, so so we're running. My favorite activity. Everybody yes, knows this. Love I love it. running so much. Seth hates running so much. <laughs> and, you know, I... Out of the corner of my eye, I see this rainbow flash. <laughs> and I'm feeling super safe. I'm feeling super secure because I know that Lance Flash is yellow. Mm-hmm. He's all about the yellow flash. Yeah. So I'm not even thinking about it. I'm like, man, maybe Zeke got a, got a nice... <laughs> pair of spandex and yeah. took up biking and he's going fast right and i noticed it's just flashing around the track over yeah. as i'm trying to get my nose ladder in yeah and he's flashing around around the track and out of nowhere i just see a kickstand come out and i trip over it oh god on my last ladder and he stands and zeke over, would never do that. zeke would never do that yeah. so now i'm panicking i'm like oh my god what's gonna happen i've said a lot of things on this podcast who knows i might <laughs> yeah. have enemies I look up and there's a rainbow-clad spandex figure with a with a buzzed head and a grizzled beard, and he just stands over me and goes, "Pride forever and always." <laughs> and then he sprints off in his little his little rainbow his spandex. Little rainbow spandex, man. He's a little he's a little fart knocker. He's a little fart knocker. And, but hey, his branding is on point for the his month. His branding is on point so for we'll the month. We'll give him that. Yeah, we will give him that. Go buy some stuff from Lance. Please go buy care- some Lance stuff since he cares about the LGBTQI plus community this month. This month. No other months. He replaces the uh, the ceramic ball that he uses <laughs> with a rainbow colored one. Ooh, yeah, like the food. He just uses food balls, yeah, right? Yeah, ball, like yeah. He just goes to his son's food ball table. Yeah. He's like, I'll use this one today. They crafted like a little pocket so he can just, yeah, just boop, it's like a little yeah. kangaroo, little there kangaroo go. ball, little kangaroo ball. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Like, subscribe, check us out on YouTube. We have some sketches that we'll keep posting there. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram at Texas Pod. Share with your friends, keep listening, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Bye, Bye, y'all.